They're coming to get you. They're coming for you, Barbara. They're coming to get you. They're coming to get you. The podcast that talks about all your favorite movies, as long as your favorite movies are the 10 ones we've already talked about. <laughs> I'm your host, Brent Terhune, joined by my co-host, Gavin Eddings. Brent, what a wonderful first season we had. Just magical memories. Talking about all these movies. Really enjoyed it. And now it is time to do a little bonus for the people. And for our Patreon subscribers, of which we don't have a Patreon at all. Not even oh, subscribers. I hope somebody downloads this on Spotify. Like, oh, am I getting a Patreon exclusive right now? <laughs> yes. Yes, you are. It got are leaked by us. <laughs> we leaked it. Well, this is the season one uh, wrap party. We've got some uh, cake here and some uh, Monster Punch. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Joss Whedon is yelling at people for, at the yeah. rap party. It's very unprofessional. It's a, it's a big deal. You can stick your hand in this bowl of eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> What's in this? Bu- oh, no. <laughs> Spaghetti. It's worms. Well, if this is your first episode listening to us, uh, why? Uh, <laughs> go back and listen to all the other episodes because we're going to just pretty much recap season one. All 10 episodes that we did. We got some categories, and this is going to be a very loose episode with you, you know, Gavin and I just talking. Yeah, and normally they're very tight. The episodes are so tight. We never get off on tangents. It's strictly about the movies. Yeah. Never any humor, just straight to the (laughs) point. We recap the movie, and then we get out. It's it's great. It's essentially the Criterion podcast. (laughs) It's very hard to find. You have to ask a guy in a trench coat outside of an (laughs) art house movie theater where to get this podcast. He gives it to you on vinyl, Yeah, and that's how you listen normally. But yeah, we're kind of doing some awards here, just kind of recapping some of our favorite movies from this first season of they're coming to get you and just kind of recognizing some of the great things that we had enjoyed during this first season so go back and listen to at least one episode so that you can root for that one episode yeah like i listened to poltergeist give some to poltergeist and for god's sakes go leave a, a review review on your favorite podcast app because that helps and at bare minimum if it didn't help we like to read good reviews. That makes us feel good. That's fuel for the podcast. I read a couple of reviews on uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, or it will always be iTunes to me. I don't uh-huh. care. What, it's uh, still uh, iTunes to me, damn it. I read a couple on iTunes, and they were very nice, very complimentary, and we appreciate that. Um, if you're ha- if we're having a bad day, Brent doesn't have bad days because he's a comedy god. So you had a bad day. <laughs> I will I, I will see these new reviews come in, and it makes me feel so good. And and I'm glad that we're bringing such joy to people out there. Yes, it it does. It feels good when you can make people feel good, and then they tell you how good we made them feel. And if you don't give us a five star rating, then I'm sorry we didn't make you feel five stars good. (laughs) (laughs) We only made me two star good. I only feel two stars. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, well, let's recap our movies. We talked about the uh, about the Halloween, (laughs) The Exorcist, uh, Dawn of the Dead, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Jaws, Friday the Thirteenth. The Blair Witch Project, Nightmare on Elm Street, Poltergeist, and Scream. I'm so glad you had that list in front of you because I was like, what did we cover? Well, <laughs> when I post these, I, I 
I had to message you. I was like, what order did we do these then? Cause I don't, <laughs> cause we put them in the cam. We, we weren't recording week to week. So. Yeah. So I was like, I think I had to go back and look at like my file dates. I was yeah. like, Oh yeah, we did jaws between Texas chainsaw and Friday. <laughs> So we're very professional here. Yeah. But we want some of the big heavy hitters during this first season. Yeah. Well, you said we're going to pick our favorite movies and we essentially picked the we're going to be talking about the favorites of the favorites. I can't wait till season three when we're out of like the big favorites and we're like, did you ever see Wishmaster? <laughs> no, I haven't. That's one that we could talk about. I've never I think I watched part of one of them and there was some nudity in like the first 10 minutes of one of them. And I was like, God, imagine you're an actress trying to get your big break and you're like, I'm showing my titties in Wishmaster. (laughs) Yeah. You know how Jennifer Aniston's so happy she didn't show a nip and leprechaun. (laughs) She never would have been Rachel on Friends. Never. (laughs) There be a teat. uh yeah so what do you want to talk about here gavin because we we got our topics but what do you want to start with uh let's go ahead and everybody wants to hear best kill let's kind of save best kill for a little later on okay that's like one of the the best supporting actor role if you will Mm -hmm. um so you you gotta build to that so we're telling people to fast forward to this episode (laughs) sure this would have been consequential consequential anyway so yeah whatever nothing matters we're all gonna die yep uh uh let's go ahead and let's start off with uh a little sex a little little uh let's talk about the (laughs) this gonna sound so sleazy (laughs) like let's talk about the best nudity in a movie yeah let's talk about the best uh scenes with hanging dong (laughs) i really like it when they hang dong did we even see a lot of male nudity because i was trying to think back did we did we see any Kevin Bacon cheeks in this? I don't think so. I don't think there's really any male nudity in a lot of horror movies. There's a uh, Midsommar is how I like to say it. That guy's running around just full dong hanging. Uh, the movie Men also has full dong hanging. A lot of these A24 art house movies, they're like, yeah. you know what's scary? The male phallus. Uh, well, <laughs> I, just males in general, but uh, I'm off for it. Let's get some more dong in there for the ladies. <laughs> just that's what i need to do if you can't convince a girl to go see a horror movie like i'm too scared to be like there's some good dick in it there's weenie <laughs> and they'd be like no that makes you not want to see it even more <laughs> come on come on yeah, you but you have see- to say it like uh the girl in poltergeist carol ann <laughs> there's weenie <laughs> like okay fine you're right i do want to see some dick on the big screen you got me you got me. You know what I like. What, what do you got for best nudity, Gavin? I think for best nudity, I think we got to go with Friday the 13th. I think and Friday the 13th is by far the horniest of these movies. And it, you, are you talking like best uh, person that's nude or just nudity overall? I went nudity overall. If okay. You wanna, if you want to break it down, if, if you have a different one, you want to break it down by all means, who has the best nudity? If you would allow me to make it creepier. No. <laughs> <laughs> who has the best nipples? <laughs> Nipple only. I would say Friday probably has just the the. I, I guess best or slash most nudity. Absolutely. But is there um, any, I think but ha- I mean, Halloween has two, two sets of nudes. I think I'm thinking back because we, now we have these topics for season two because we came up with these topics post season one. So if I was watching for the best, whatever's 
Yes. This this would be so much easier, you know? And I, I, I couldn't watch it anymore. I, I couldn't watch these again. Yeah. <laughs> I take notes. So, yeah, we, we retroactively came up with this. I think for me, I think Friday the 13th has the most nudity. So mm-hmm. if you're looking for a nudie good time, that's where you But I think for me, the most memorable nudity that, that sticks out is probably Halloween, PJ Soul's character. Can I get your ghost, Bob? Yeah. Not and- Judith Myers? No, I think the PJ Just the Souls. knife plunging in the chest. Michael, what? <laughs> ah! <laughs> the two-minute man is, is already gone. Yeah, I'm out. Well, <laughs> if, if I was also with Judith Myers, Gavin, who knows? Who knows? Two minutes. It'd be two minutes. <laughs> but yeah, I think her showing her breasts to ghost Michael Myers, uh, because it is no longer Bob. She's just yeah. like, see anything you like? And it's just a real pull down. I, I think that for me is the most memorable. Yeah, it's a guy in a mask in a, under a sheet under somebody else's prescription glasses. <laughs> Everything is fogged up. He, he didn't see, see anything to begin with. <laughs> when he walks in the room, he's like feeling for the door. He's yeah. like, oh, Bob, what are you wearing that for? So I, would, I think yeah, I would say it, it's PJ Souls. Yes. So that is our best duty. If we had awards, we would mail her an award and be like, this award is for your titties from 50 years ago. How how uh, awkward do you, is it for her? Like female stars in, in any movie, but especially horror movies. I've seen PJ souls at a convention. I've seen certain women there. How, like if they, if was it Linnea Quigley from, uh, uh, uh return of the living, return dead? Of the living dead. Like I, I saw that movie for the first time or the second time with producer wife, but also we were watching it with my mom and she's uh, dancing in the graveyard. And I'm like, Oh God, this is a fully nude woman. And it, it's just like, I was an adult, but now probably wouldn't bother me because titties are titties Gavin. Yeah. But at a certain, it's like, Oh, my mom is in the room, you know, but it was like, how, how awkward has it got to be for certain women? Cause you know, there's some dude that's like his whole thing is getting women to sign their own boobs. <laughs> yeah. I, hey, uh, 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 can you sign, can you sign my eight by 10 please from the nude scene? Yeah. <laughs> I like, saw like Daniel Harris. I've seen her at a couple conventions and she was nude in the Rob zombie Halloween. Yeah. Uh, because everybody was, uh, Michael Myers hung dong in that one. I believe he, <laughs> he just, should have, if he didn't, <laughs> he just opened them coveralls. I he think it'd be funny flat. if somehow he got injured and it just blew out the crotch of the coveralls. <laughs> <laughs> so he, his dick is only showing. <laughs> uh, Everything else is covered up. <laughs> I, I read an early script of Halloween ends. That's the yeah. climax, and that's also the climax. Uh, I thought it was called Halloween Hangs. <laughs> Evil Hangs tonight. <laughs> Lori just blows the crotch. <laughs> you don't. There's there's no no villain that just who's who's. It's all covered butt dick. <laughs> just his penis and some heart and and, and some comical hot uh, some heart boxer shorts yeah You're like oh he's just real embarrassed the whole time or maybe he's my, proud. i don't know my bloody valentine oh god that's so good but yeah i i, I lost our train of thought now i don't but. know I don't know that we had one to begin with, but, uh, but yes, it, best nudity. Yeah. If you're a horror fan, please don't be creepy to the female talent. They were doing a job and that job required them to show some boobs. So don't be Go- creepy. Google pictures of uh, 
uh, who's uh, Mr. Matrix, uh, Keanu Reeves, when he mm-hmm. takes pictures with people, you can always see his arm hovers behind the person. Yes. Do that. Be respectful to the people that you meet. Be, be respectful to everybody. Don't be a, not like, well, I won't be creepy to Elvira, but I'll be creepy to, to Sandy and HR. Stop yeah. it. Stop Come it. here, Sammy Terry. <laughs> Let me get a grab on you. How about most annoying character, Gavin? Uh, I mean, it's got to be Franklin. <laughs> it's got to be Franklin. Just this man was trying to make raspberries happen. Yeah. Uh, several times just a couple times like just blowing raspberries and come with us franklin it'll be fun franklin and just sally trying to push this man's chair through the woods yeah you're and- you're you're a bigger man and you're just making this girl push a real a regular chair through the woods it's not the most politically correct portrayal of somebody who has a mental illness of some sort or a physical handicap but boy, do I laugh when that truck scares him and he goes rolling down that hill <laughs> with this pit with this can of piss or whatever he has. Just oh god, is that who you had as well, Franklin? Uh, I had maybe Franklin or Audible mention would just be Heather from the Blair Witch. It was it was a toss up for me for Franklin or one of the Blair Witch characters. What the fuck is that? Would just say that over and over again. I think it was, I think Josh is the only one in Blair Witch who isn't the worst the whole time. It's like Heather and Mike just going at it. Yeah. Just fighting over maps and yelling at each other. Heather, where are we going? Where are we yeah. going? We, I we, kicked we, the we, fucking map in the creek. We've been going north for two hours. I got work in the morning. I'm going to get the camera back. Yeah, I would say Franklin and just like chewing on a sausage for like an hour. <laughs> like just like not even like eating it, just chewing on it. And uh yeah, I think it's got to be Franklin. I think most people, at least like uh, in horror overall, not just this first season, they would say Franklin's one of the most annoying characters in all of horror. Just not a not a great sympathetic character. And the only person who really gets chainsawed in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, I'm trying to. Th- yeah, at, at least in that first one, for sure. Yes. Yes, because um, the one dude gets hit in the head with a sledgehammer. The one girl gets uh, hung up on the, the hook, the hook. And then for Franklin gets chainsawed. Yeah. So, yeah. So most annoying, I think, is Franklin and nobody's upset when he dies. No, <laughs> we're like, finally, this this handicapped man finally got what it was coming. It's yeah, his the her invalid brother got what was coming to him. <laughs> what a I, what what a description, invalid brother. <laughs> uh, what where do you want to go now? Um, let's go. You want to go best tagline? That was one you were really sure. excited about. Yeah, and I it's so weird because I I we all know it's like the night he came home, but mm-hmm. I was googling some of these and I hope they're correct because okay. I I didn't. I, I was like, some of these, I'm like, that's for sure it. But then others, I'm like, there's like eight taglines to this. <laughs> is this like that episode of the field trip we did for best opening movie scenes where we Googled movie, opening movie scene, and we just hoped it was like the first 10 minutes? Yeah, because, yeah, some of it was like, uh, I, I watched a reenactment of the beginning scene of Super Troopers. <laughs> like, I was like, this is real bad quality. And then it turns out it was a reenactment of it. And I was like, oh, that's why this sucks. <laughs> yeah because i have a 
so I have two Halloween posters in my office. The one behind me, which is that says the night he came home. Mm-hmm. But I have another one to the left that I have signed by Tony Moran and Nick Castle. And it says Halloween. The trick is to stay alive. Everyone is entitled to one good scare. And yeah. it's like, OK, well, which one? It, that's three taglines. Yeah. The trick is to stay alive. Everybody's like, so I'll just read the ones that, that I have and we can kind of pick and choose. Okay. Uh, we have Halloween, the night he came home, uh, the Texas chainsaw massacre. I do like this one who will survive and what will be left of them Mm -hmm. when there's no room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. Uh, don't look or don't answer the door. Don't leave the house. Don't answer the phone. But most of all, don't scream. Is that from scream? Yeah. I had to look that up. Cause I was like, there's so much stuff that's iconic from scream, but I couldn't tell you the, the scream tagline, you know? Yeah. Uh, you'll never go in the water again. Jaws. That could be like the most realistic one for you know, there are people that, that saw Jaws and they're like, nah, I'm not going in there. Also led to a Dane Cook comedy bit as well about Jaws. Like, oh, I don't remember a, that one. I was afraid to take a bath. A bath. Yeah, with my just... 18-year-old girlfriend. <laughs> with my girlfriend. <laughs> uh, the movie you've been waiting for without the wait. Uh, and I believe that was The Exorcist. I feel like there's got to be better taglines but when i google the exorcist tagline like it maybe you can do a better google on it gavin but i was like i don't think this is i've never so many of these i've never heard before and so i we will believe it i don't think that's gonna win uh for for me and on friday the 13th nothing will save them you may only see it once but that will be enough Friday the 13th, of course. And I think there was another one was like, they were warned or something like it's at the top of the poster. For Friday the 13th? Uh, yeah. I don't have my original Friday the 13th poster in this room. I have a Friday the 13th part two that just says the body count continues. That's a, I mean, uh, that's a good one. Yeah. Like uh, here it is. It's Friday the 13th uh, poster. And it says they were warned. They are doomed. And on Friday the 13th, nothing will save them. Okay. Not um, a bad tagline. Then we have uh, from a dimension beyond the living, a terror to scare you to death. Yeah, that, that that's what I have for poltergeist as well. Because yeah. I Google poltergeist. Never sleep again. Friday, Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. And then there's something evil hiding in the woods. That's going to be Blair Witch Project. Mm-hmm. I think for me, this uh, is an easy one just for the iconic. Like, these are some great movies, but their taglines don't live up to the movie itself. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like some of these taglines for some of these, the most iconic things in horror kind of fall flat. And a lot of them have to do with, like, the content of the movie, like Never Sleep Again. That's a good one because of Night Run Elm Street and what the content's about. You'll Never Go in the Water Again, Jaws. I think for me, the best tagline is Dawn of the Dead, when there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. I think that one is just so good. It's so original. And that one, when you mentioned best tagline, that's the one that that, that immediately like jumped out at me. Yeah, that's got to be the one. Like, yeah. And if like if I found better ones that were like, oh, that's the real tagline to whatever movie, that's still got to be like, what a great say. Like, that's it in the actual movie, too, by the way. Like, yeah, nobody says like, the night he came home. Nobody <laughs> says that, you know? 
I love it when they do uh, like title drops in movies where they like say the title of the movie for no reason. Yeah. Where they're like, it's hollow. I mean, I guess Halloween does it the whole time. It's like Halloween, Halloween. But yeah. just when they, when they drop the tagline. There's there was, a clear and present danger, Mr. President. <laughs> there was one where that they did it for the Freddy versus Jason, which actually just turned 19 recently, which I was like, holy shit, where's time going? Yeah. Uh, but Freddy versus Jason had the poster that said, like, place your bets. And they had a line in the trailer that was uh, Monica Keener and just saying, place your bets. It's like, <laughs> if they keep that in the movie, like, you can't. Like, you had to take that out of the movie. They didn't have Kelly Rowland thrown out the F slur. <laughs> that, is, that is the weirdest part of Freddy versus Jason. It's just a member of Destiny's Child calling <laughs> Freddy Krueger an F slur for no reason. It's yeah. out of nowhere. Like, why? Why is that in there? No. No, no, thank you. Uh, so I think we we both agree that best tagline is when the dead will walk the earth or blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. The best tagline is the one I didn't say. When the when the dead will walk the earth, there'll be no more room in hell. He came home. Yeah. Uh, well, something similar. The I think we should cover best posters. Yes. Some of these posters, like, I think all of them are very well done. Some are a little bit more boring but they are all iconic in their own way mm-hmm. but, I, but i think for me personally i think dawn of the dead also wins yeah just the just because it's so colorful and it's not the black on whatever it's it's got a yeah. lot of color to it it's got that image it's got the tagline it's got the coolest thing about there's no explicit sex in this movie but it's going to be hardcore as shit uh mm-hmm. so, so so don't come see it children wasn't that the poster you had on your wall it was my poster i had on my wall when i was like 19 with the machete uh, with the, with the machete photo yeah uh, i need to share somewhere i, I shared <laughs> on uh, my gavin horror uh twitter page uh so if you want to see it, it it's in there but yeah just that poster i will say though that this was really tough because i love 70s and 80s horror movie posters mm-hmm. back when they had art departments and do had like commissioned art to make them now everything's just photoshopped and digitally done but there is something about the posters from the seventies and eighties that are just so good to look at that are so aesthetically pleasing and creative. Well, I think also you could, one would, one could say uh, the exorcist poster mm-hmm. with that shot of the, the priest outside uh, of the house, the house and the lights just hitting them just right. Like that, if you took all the text and stuff off that, that could just be uh, uh, something you would see uh, photographed hanging on a wall. Mm-hmm. like that's how good that is you know oh yeah it, it's one of the best shots in any movie and then the other would be jaws like and i think we talked during the jaws episode but that one of the most parodied posters yes. um and it, that's such a simple it says jaws four letters lady in a, a tube or whatever and then the shark yeah like simple straightforward we have one of those hanging in our main living room. Like when, where I record from is my horror themed office and it's got like a bunch of horror movie stuff on there. But the Jaws poster actually may have made its way out into like our main living room where if we have guests over, we're not like, you want to see the freakiest posters ever? It's not like yeah. a, a, a Suspiria poster or something like yeah. House of a Thousand Corpses or something. <laughs> like uh, it's not, it's not the Texas Chainsaw Massacre poster, which I think is, is pretty good, but it's, it's, it has the villain on it's Leatherface. It's just kind of a plain white background and a lady hanging from a hook, which is, mm. I think, is a good poster. Yeah. But it's also, 
hey my grandma and grandpa are coming over <laughs> let's let's whip out the leather face poster you know like Stephanie, my girlfriend's parents will come over and they'll come to our basement and they'll see, uh, we do have a screen poster as well uh, mm-hmm. that, that's autographed. And we always, obviously want to display that, but that's got some faces on it. It's got Nev Campbell, Drew mm-hmm. Barrymore. Uh, but the Jaws poster, like they can come down there and see and be like, oh, Jaws, that's so cool. It's not going to like offend them. Yeah. And I think maybe it was on that Jaws episode too, where we said Jaws is like an accessible horror movie. It's again, yeah. it's not House of a Thousand Corpses or <laughs> it's run, rabbit, run. You know, I like I like the way on our scale of accessibility it goes from House of a Thousand Corpses <laughs> to Jaws. To Jaws, yeah. <laughs> to well, it's, it's not cannibal holocaust either, you know. <laughs> that we do have in the bedroom above our bed. Uh just, yeah. <laughs> I, I, also I, I do feel like if you had a Night of the Living Dead poster, mm-hmm. that's kind of accessible too, even though it shouldn't be. Like it's grandfathered in. Yeah, I think that's just that's just a cool looking poster. Like we yeah. like that poster so much. It's our fa- it's it's part of our logo. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, it's the, the, t- the goddamn title of this show. You know? like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Is yeah. that where that's from? <laughs> that it? Yeah. I I kind of made it up myself. <laughs> so uh, your 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 answer is Dawn of the Dead, then? Huh? Yes. And what is yours? I don't know. I because I got three Nate. I got Dawn. I got Exorcist, and I got Jaws. But I feel like it's gonna go Dawn of the Dead again. Yeah, that's the, what the I, art and marketing department. Woo, they are killing it. Yeah. Uh, well, I texted you when I I sent the categories, and you kind of added some more categories. I was like, yeah. shit, Brent. I think this is gonna. I think we're gonna just uh, have a lot of similar ones here for these categories. Yeah, and that that's what makes a great podcast is when there's two people that had the same opinion about everything. <laughs> I that love really nothing. spurs conversation. I enjoy hearing two people agree. <laughs> <laughs> I also agree. You're right. It is a good poster. No conflict here whatsoever. Next category. <laughs> uh well, I let, let, what? Okay, best soundtrack then. I think this is this hands down no brainer for this topic. Blair Witch. Uh <laughs> <laughs> let's sit right back and we'll hear a tale, a tale of a tiny ship. Or that like the only music in in there is him singing the Gilligan's Island theme song. <laughs> but it slaps. It really does. Yes, it does. And when Mike starts singing Bloodhound Gang songs, because he's the lead singer of Bloodhound you Gang. You and me, baby. <laughs> and I think he what is it, the national anthem? He yeah, that too, maybe. So. See, as, as an American, that wins by default because I'm just so thankful for this country. And yeah. it's just, it's, I'm proud to be an American. I also appreciate that they have an all Acapulco uh, soundtrack. No <laughs> instruments. It's all Acapulco, Gavin. <laughs> the Acapulco? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it I goes along well with the Astroglide cameras. <laughs> I think I ate an Acapulco one time. It was a- real good. Acapulco Joe's. Yeah, uh, I mean it's Halloween. Halloween yeah. is the soundtrack. Like it has to. Like my mother had it as her ringtone. If you yeah. remember, like it's ding 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 ding. Like you know that song. You know that it's become meme to death. It's just so. It's part of the soundtrack of our lives at this it, point. And it's not even just that Halloween song. It's just throughout when the, when somebody turns the porch lights on and you get the bring. Like it's all of it. It's yeah, the whole movie. It's just the dumbest sounds that scared the shit out of us. For sure. But also, I would say The Exorcist, uh, the the bells in The Exorcist, like, yeah. that's the thing that sticks out to me in that movie. Uh, Tubular Bells, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And then uh, 
taking notes and stuff for the Nightmare on Elm Street, I put that soundtrack on, and man, that is really good. Like Nightmare on Elm Street does have a really good soundtrack. I think the opening title sequence, the from Friday the Thirteenth, is also really good. But mm-hmm. Halloween is it? Halloween. Yeah, there is, was no other answer. Halloween is not Halloween without that soundtrack. Yeah. So another one we agree on. We agree great, on great content. <laughs> uh We've got, uh, we, you want to do worst movie? Yes. Um, God, this is, I have one written down, but I think the, this is not, I think this is the worst movie, but this is not the one that I enjoyed the least, if that makes sense. Yeah. So for me, worst movie, Blair Witch Project. Okay. I, uh, well, I said Poltergeist. Okay. For me, Poltergeist is the one I enjoyed the least, but I feel like it's a better made movie <clears throat> than Blair Witch Project. I, th- I, th- I think that's a hard conversation to have because I feel like there, there's one is Toby Hooper with assistance from Steven Spielberg, and the other is two guys handing notes to people in the woods. <laughs> like, and that, I'm not talking shit about one or the other. Yeah. Or, or mostly Blair, Witch is what I mean. Uh, but I'm just saying it's such wildly different directing styles. I know. And, and it's not fair to compare them, but we have forced ourselves. to. This compare. is what this episode is. You know, <laughs> so it's just forcing us to compare it. But I think I never felt like getting through Blair Witch Project was a chore. I knew it did feel long at times, but at least I kind of mm-hmm. knew where I was going. I forget just how long and how much dead space is in Poltergeist where you are just waiting for her to get to the other side and get Carol Ann. Mm -hmm. We got to get her. Okay. I don't care that the mom's having couch talks with the psychics. Okay. Get to this man tearing off his face. This house is clean. And that uh, to say, to say that uh, for me, Poltergeist is the worst movie. It's still pretty good. Like of the 10 we've cut when we say worse, we just mean, probably one we won't watch again and i also can second blair witch like that's not one i want that's not a put on let's put this on and have it on in the background i i personally put it on the background just because i like being on my phone and hearing people swear at each other in the woods just screams for, yeah for, for 83 minutes straight <laughs> uh yeah so i said poltergeist you said blair witch i think this is a pretty strong 10 movies if poltergeist is the worst one yeah or one we enjoy the least it's not bad at all it's just the i think the one that i have the least uh memory of and attachment to um i one i probably seen the least at all these you know yeah i'm the same way i don't have this affinity like some people do like some people if poltergeist is your favorite horror movie by no means take this as di- as disrespect. You probably I'm, have. I'm saying it is disrespect. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, now we're gonna fight. Okay, good like, cop, like, bad cop. I'm trying to. <laughs> Where are the drugs going? You piece of shit. Are they <laughs> in Poltergeist? Uh, but we just don't have the same affinity for the movie like a lot of people do because it was our first horror movie because it was PG or the clown scared them. I watched this as an adult and I was like, yeah, it's, it's it's fine. Yeah, I think it's a fun concept. Yeah, uh, they they moved the headstones, but they didn't move the bodies. You know. Yeah, I need to watch the sequels. I think I I think that might help. 
And I went to watch the sequels, but they moved them off HBO. And then These, I was like, they move everywhere. Like Poltergeist 2 will sometimes be on Hulu. It'll sometimes be on Netflix. Sometimes yeah. it'll be back on HBO Max. It's, it's hard with all these streaming services. This now. is like three card money. Uh, <laughs> where, where's the movie? Where's the movie? Nah, like, yeah. Uh, do you want to do worst sequel? Yeah. This is a tough one. Cause because I I will be I've not seen all the sequels to all these. You know? I haven't I haven't either. I know a lot of people would say Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Next Generation with Renee Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey. Mm-hmm. I've never personally seen that one. So yeah, I'll, I'll save you a lot of time. You don't have to. <laughs> is it is it as bad as people say it is? It's pretty bad. I've only seen it once, and I forever I tried to find it, but I don't think they want anybody to even see it. So I ended up, and I feel so dumb. I bought this for like $15 on whatever streaming. It was like not voodoo or whatever. And I watched it and I was like, God damn it. That's $15 or whatever it was like to pay for this piece of shit. So I have a DVD copy that I bought from a Hollywood video that went out of business in 2010. And to let you know how, how the fast turnaround time I watched movies that I bought from Hollywood video in 2010, Mm -hmm. Still have not seen it. So 12 years strong. Um, you know so, what? I I don't. You don't have to. <laughs> I think so that that one of the ones that I've personally seen, it is so hard to choose because there's a lot of bad Friday the 13th movies. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of bad Nightmare on Elm Street movies. And there's quite a few bad Halloween movies. Uh, that's This is where you get punched in the mouth. Uh, <laughs> I never, as far as Halloween movies go, there's never one that there are ones that I like less than others, but there's yeah. none that I outright hate except are we counting the Rob Zombie movies as Yeah, you count those, yeah. Then the then the answer for me is Halloween 2, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Okay. I, I have if, never I've never enjoyed a movie less. If you said Halloween 2, Halloween Resurrection, even Halloween 6, I would be like that's that. That's fair. I like. <laughs> I have this weird like for Halloween Resurrection because mm-hmm. it's so bad. It's good. Yeah. And who and Buster Rhymes doing karate on Michael Myers is a trick, of, <laughs> trick or treat, motherfucker. It's yeah. incredible. It is the best line from that movie, and I'm glad we have it in <laughs> as recorded as history. But Halloween Two, Rob Zombie's got to be the worst movie on this list. There's shitty Friday Thirteenth movies, but none none reach that level of why is sherry moon with a fucking horse what does what does any of this mean octavia spencer's in a hospital getting murdered yeah i don't i i do not like it i hate that movie that's one where i've probably there's i've watched halloween 2 rob zombies one more than other movies in that franchise for for nothing else to try to understand it (laughs) You're trying to get your thesis on it. You're How like, do I reach these kids? <laughs> like, I'm trying to like, what, why is this bad? And how, how is it bad? And I don't, and I, like I showed you, I went to a horror convention and uh, what's his face. He's grandpa Munster now. Yes. I, I care what his name is now. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. I just met the guy, but uh, Daniel, Daniel Robard. Uh, Roebuck. Daniel Robot, yeah. yeah. So he's the Frankenstein monster in Halloween too, <laughs> and he has a line. He's like, "You ever been fucked by the Frankenstein monster?" <laughs> <laughs> so like he he was selling this figure of him as 
uh, Fra- uh, Frankenstein in Halloween 2. And I bought that because you're you don't see that figure. <laughs> like it was a custom made figure and I bought it from him because I even though it's not a good movie, I still like Halloween too. Did like you I, sign it? No, because it was 40 bucks and I don't care about signatures. Yeah. But okay. then his wife was like, Do you want a picture with him? And I'm not a, I don't get pictures with people either. T- I tend to not to. Uh, but I was like, Yeah, sure. So I got a picture with them. Um, but yeah, like I tried to watch that movie a a fair amount to just be like, what happened? You know, what am, what am I missing? Yeah. There are, there are people who will defend that movie and be like, well, if you watch the director's 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 producer's cut, yeah. there's a lot of symbolism in it. There's less voiceover and more horse scenes yeah. that really tie into the payoff. But I watched it one time in theaters in 2009. And it's one of two movies I've almost ever walked out of the other one, Dane cook's employee of the month. Sorry. I don't know why this is such a Dane cook's <laughs> <laughs> episode but it keeps coming up yeah yeah um, uh you're talking about uh stuff you bought what what year did you get text chainsaw massacre 2010 yeah about that was about the same year that they were all hot but those hot <laughs> properties 2010. Hot, i stopped growing in 2010 <laughs> uh, but i i remember seeing halloween nine and being like this is this is terrible i yeah. was like i was like less than a year into stand-up and i was doing jokes about halloween 2 on stage that's how much i hated this movie like, it's also y'all... weird weird to be a young person like a, you weren't a kid but it's bad if you if you were like a kid watching a movie and even a kid's like this sucks yes like it's bad when like a kid could tell it's bad you know i can forgive so many movies but halloween 2 by it's just and if you are a fan of this movie like i'm glad you enjoy it yeah, but who hits you in the head with a baseball bat that made you like this movie? Is is there a Freddy sequel? Because I've only seen all the I've seen the first a couple times, but that's not really my franchise. Yes, is there are there any Freddy ones that you would say avoid this? Yeah, Freddy, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part Six, Freddy's Dead, uh, mm-hmm. the worst, absolutely terrible. Is that it's- with Roseanne and uh, Tom Arnold? I believe so. That's okay. the one that has the 3D effect in it where mm-hmm. i was like this is it's just awful all around the kills are bad it's it's awful at one point freddie's wearing a power glove from nintendo as his yeah. glove it's just it, it's truly garbage i even find i even like uh elm street part two a lot of people don't like it because it's just so weird and so very gay and but not I, what the first one was i i watched elm street two for the first time immediately after the first one i go what the fuck is this what is this what is this it's just so different i will say i think elm street 2 has the best makeup when he looks like really gross and more burned i i I just feel like i remember that movie the thing i remember was the makeup besides like wes craven's new nightmare i thought he had a great look in that too yeah, I just remember him trying to get he's inside me. He's trying to get inside me and like the the leather bar and like yeah. the gym coach getting spanked with towels. But even that has some merit because it's just like such a such a time capsule of homoeroticism in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, there's something here for somebody. Uh, <laughs> it's not for me, but I yeah. can appreciate it. But Elm Street 6 is the worst. And then as far as Friday the 13th sequels that are bad, I Jason goes to hell is stupid. It's just a stupid, stupid movie. I can respect it for it taking a chance, but it's not like I even 
I have like several like Jason takes Manhattan like a sh- a shirt or a poster, but I I don't think that movie's that good at all. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a bad movie, but that one I can watch as background noise more than Jason goes to hell. Yeah, because at least uh, it's still Jason, regular Jason, not Worm Jason. Like Jeff Plump Jason, like b- been floating in the water. J- he's thick, Jason. Ooh. I love, I love me some bloated, bloated Jason. Got, he got some cakes in that one. <laughs> oh, <Ooh>, some <laughs> fish cakes. He'd be in the water, boy. Uh, what about any of the Jaws sequels? I've never seen any of the Jaws sequels. I've seen a couple, and I couldn't tell you which ones, but I think they're notorious for not being great. What for you is the number one worst sequel? I had the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Next Generation or Blair Witch 2. I remember watching Blair Witch 2 when it first came out. I didn't hate it then. I remember it actually kind of scaring me a little bit because mm-hmm. I was a little wussy boy. I remember but... wanting to see it uh, when I saw the previews because it had a goth girl in it and then awakened <laughs> something in me. I was like, well, <laughs> I didn't well, know that's... this. Well, that's something that we have in common, which is why I'm dating the furthest from a goth girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, you know who here, you know, who doesn't like to hear that you like goth girls is your non goth girl girlfriend. <laughs> is is producer wife? Is she kind of gothy? Would you say? She's a little witchy. She's a, closer to Stevie Nicks. Okay. So she's more Stevie Nicks as opposed to uh, um, the craft. Yeah. Even though that's one of her favorite movies. Yeah, we we, and, and, we own a black those, cat. <laughs> Even though it's like you know, unlike the craft, which is a movie just about witches, so that's a terrible <laughs> yeah. example. Um, are there? Any, we've got uh, Scream. That's pretty solid. What's the this is not a, what's the most solid franchise? Would you say? Because I've can... seen also seen Exorcist one and two, two and three, mm-hmm. and I couldn't. I've not seen those enough to tell you one way or the other. I think probably. Scream is the most consistent franchise. Yeah, I would though, say so. Even though three is a turd. I don't think it's a turd, but if, if there is a turd, it's that one. Yeah. Yeah, I just didn't enjoy that one as much. But one, two, four, and five are really solid movies. So I For think sure. that's been the most. Though those are the ones where I've enjoyed ever. I've never left thinking like it's the worst thing ever. Scream three isn't isn't good, but it's not like a slight against humanity like some of the yeah. other we talked about. And and also like we may end up covering some of these in in the future seasons. Who knows? <laughs> I can't wait to make you watch Halloween two again. <laughs> I'll I'll watch it more than you. <laughs> I want you I want you to watch TCM the Next Generation, and you can see Matthew McConaughey have a robot leg. You're gonna be up in, in your in your tower like Jack Skellington. Like, what does it mean? What does it what? mean? <laughs> What's this? A white horse? <laughs> oh man, that's a ooh. so many bad sequels, and we've seen so many, so many parts of our lives wasted watching these bad sequels. Would, would you say like I don't, I you know, I'm not a, I like pretty much all genres of movies, I think, but does does horror like have the distinct pleasure of being like the worst sequels? I think so because they're so cheap and there's a built-in audience that you don't have to make it good. You just got to make it. And yeah. some, and sometimes they accidentally turn out good. When we're, reco- when we're recording this is towards the middle of August and Prey on Hulu, the latest Predator movie, mm-hmm. is like blowing people away because it's good and yeah. no, 
and they just turned out so many crap sequels and AVPs and like the Predator that they're like, oh, this is a, a, a legitimately good movie. And mm-hmm. people are just shocked when a movie turns out to be like so good in the yeah. horror genre. We're like, this is the fifth Predator movie. Like how, and it's good? Yeah. So people are very confused by that. But yeah, they, horror has the built-in audience. They they just announced Saw 10 is coming mm-hmm. out Halloween 2023. Built-in audience. I'm gonna go. I don't know if you're a big saw saw yeah, guy. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch that. Even though, like, killing off Jigsaw, yeah. was the dumbest thing in the series. Like, with, uh, but to be fair, they killed him off seven movies ago, and he's been in all of them still. That, but talk about pre-planning. <laughs> there's like, only so many flashbacks we can see of him, like, with his wife. And yeah, I remember every year they they came out on Halloween and like just waiting for the next episode of Saw to come out. Like, oh, his girlfriend's pregnant in this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's gonna happen in the next one? And she got hit by that door. <laughs> that's all I can tell you about the sequel is uh, Donnie Wahlberg on uh, a block of ice getting his head cracked and yeah. the door causing somebody to have a miscarriage. That's I like that franchise, but I like if somebody was like, what happened in Saw 5? I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> I've seen all of them and I couldn't tell you which one's which. Absolutely. Is it is it uh, one with Eddie Winslow on the shotgun merry-go-round? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually number six because six was good. I, I, I remember. OK, six. so that, that was the one where it's like this. We're, we're going to take down the healthcare system. Well, even even in like we're talking about just like franchises or just horror in general, not having great sequels, even from like the Friday franchise, how like now we've come to appreciate how the look has changed in Jason every movie. But like, don't the first three like it's like one either way, it's like it's not even Friday in every movie. (laughs) <laughs> sometimes it's just like saturday the 14th <laughs> it, it like, goes into different days uh yeah but just seeing the different designs for jason was like he's got all that cool skeleton look in part seven and then he's the bloated big boy in, yeah. in part eight You're like how does space grow back how that yeah that now in hindsight it just lends itself to like you can distinguish that like like with halloween there's very you like a fan could tell you which one's which Yes. But the average fan would be like white mask, blue jumpsuit, you know? Yeah. But just the, I, the detail not put into, oh, uh, he looked this way in one, but then the next one that takes place literally the next day, he's totally different. <laughs> like, you're like, God damn, did you even watch the first, the <laughs> previous one before you made this one? Well, I think a couple of the Friday movies happen all over like the same weekend or something. Like part yeah. two, three, and four all happen with like, in a very short amount of time and you're like well how'd he take the bag head look and then shave his head back at his shack or what's he yeah yeah, yeah. so it's a bah humbug i say yeah we're trying to make sense out of it we're trying to be rational with irrational things all right let's start go let's start getting into like the big awards i think favorite movie is going to be like our big award at the end mm-hmm. i think that we'll, we'll, we'll do that one last but let's go ahead and work <laughs> our way up to what was your biggest oh shit moment I had I had a couple and I I wrote it down. Um, maybe the like Bruce the shark coming out of the water when mm-hmm. you find like I think when the sheriff sees him and you finally see kind of what you're what you're dealing with just that the blackest eyes <laughs> of this fish the sharkiest eyes 
that's a, I think that's an oh shit moment. And that's really in the movie as played for an oh shit moment. Cause he's like, yes. Oh, you know, <laughs> he does a reaction gift. Yeah, yeah. He's like, Oh, <laughs> uh, what, what about you? Do you have one? Uh, biggest oh shit moment for me is the bed scene in Elm street. Uh, as the he get he's getting Johnny Depp's getting pulled into the bed. Yeah, and like all the blood comes out because you're like, damn, that's a lot of blood. That yeah. is so much of it. I, I think, think that I think the biggest oh shit moment is the skeleton, the mama's the skeleton floating down, <laughs> <laughs> where, where she just transitions away. Yeah, it's like oh they they did a cross dissolve on this shot. Ooh, yep. imagine that! What a cool effect <laughs> they did. <laughs> just the spookiest haunted house skeleton yeah. going into a bed. Um, I also had Leatherface uh, opening the door and bop yeah. hits him, and then the convulsing on yeah. the ground. That's because that that moment is le- is like ten seconds. Yeah, it's, it doesn't really give you a lot of time to be like, what's happening, you know? <laughs> and then for me, the other oh shit moment is Drew Barrymore getting killed. In oh, yeah, yeah. Big, beginning of Scream. But those are my big oh shit moments. Elm Street bed, Drew Barrymore death. And I also had uh, Michael Myers uh, either sitting up or uh, coming out of the darkness that that fade in. Type you got thing. I like Michael Myers right now, like, damn, I got an award for just sitting up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he didn't even kip up like Shawn Michaels. <laughs> yeah, he didn't do the Shawn Michaels. So I'm I don't I don't know what a what my biggest oh shit moment would be. I that's why I wrote so many down. And maybe yeah. I was trying to decide when I was talking it through with you, but it hasn't happened yet. So you're good. Those are two oh those are these are very it's a loose episode. There ain't no rules. There, there ain't no rule. This is Outback Steakhouse, baby. There are certain no rules to recording a horror movie podcast. <laughs> First one, never say I'll be right back. Because <laughs> we won't. The <laughs> podcast is over. We went to do other things. All right. From biggest oh shit moment, let's go ahead and what uh, you said goriest movie. Which for you was the goriest? Friday the, or Elm Street, Nightmare on Elm Street is the, the goriest movie out of all of them. I would agree. Yeah. Just the, even without the bloodbed, that Tina scene at the beginning is just so, oh, much. yeah. She just painting the walls red. Yeah. Like, talk about that time of the month. Am I right? <laughs> what, so, what if one of the cops was like, are you sure she wasn't uh, on like, the this rag? Is so much blood. What are you talking about? <laughs> you sure she wasn't menstruating? <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, the most gore, like, if, if somebody said Text Chainsaw Massacre, uh, technically they would be wrong but they could also be right like there's not there's no gore in that but it feels like gore you know yeah you don't see the blood but you're like i'm pretty sure franklin was spurting everywhere when he was getting chainsawed up yeah yeah uh best child murderer oh man i uh that, now, that, by the way, that was my topic I came up with. Yes, I, I do. I don't mean to steal it from you, but you know, I gotta give it to <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street. I guess I think Fred Krueger is the best child murderer. He yeah. didn't touch him. He didn't yeah. touch him. He but only in that one him. way to murder yeah. them. He only his his touches were strictly to murder these kids. It was yeah. not sexual for him. No, not behind the boiler at all. Just no, just he's a he is a killer with a lot of integrity. Mm-hmm. He's he's in it for just the killing. 
not any other funny business. Hey, buddy, I'm a killer. I'm not a monster, okay? <laughs> so that's a fun category. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead and mm, I think this is where we get. Do you want to do best killer or best final girl first? Let's do best killer. And I, I broke. Uh, we have Michael Myers, Leatherface, Zombies, uh, Pazuzu, Leatherface, Mrs. Voorhees, Jaws or Bruce, as they called him, uh, Stu and Billy, Freddy, uh, the Poultry Geist, uh, and then the Blair Witch, also known as just the Woods. The Woods, yes. <laughs> the woods. I think we're gonna agree on this. Best killer, Michael Myers. My Myers, it's Mike Myers. My Mike Myers. Oh, behave! Well, that's a, that's a joke with producer wife and I. We were at a Halloween store, and it's probably two, three year old kid had the a full Rob Zombie's Michael Myers mask <laughs> on, like pretty much covering his whole face and body, and <laughs> you could just hear through the mask. He goes, "I'm my Myers. I'm my Myers." <laughs> But he said, not Mike Myers, my Myers. <laughs> we just say my Myers around the house all the time. My Myers. I'm my Myers. I think it's got to be Michael Myers. Just, I mean, if somebody said Jason, they would be incorrect. But later in those movies, somebody would say Jason over Michael. I'm a Michael guy. And I'm a Jason guy. Yeah. Well, you're dumb. That's, but, and that's uh, fine. But I mean, I, like Pazuzu is not like most people just say the devil. Yeah. You know, you got to be pretty deep into it to be like, yeah, you know, Pazuzu. Yeah, and even like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, that's the whole family. It's not just Leatherface, but he just kind of became the guy, the guy, you know, and zombies. That's just a. That's not you can't really attach anything to zombies, you know, you're like Harry Krishna zombie. Uh, yeah. The plaid shirt zombie. He, the man knows how to dress. <laughs> uh, Stu and Billy. I, you know, I like to him. I like to him, Billy, but they only had the one real outing. Yeah. And my, just the longevity and just how much Michael Myers may, means to horror. And I Leatherface gets a bad rap because he was before Michael Myers, but he did not make the same cultural impact as Michael Myers. Mm -hmm. And I know that could be debatable, but it just Halloween is it. Halloween is it. I think certain people would say Freddie and Freddie's more accessible as a character. I think he's yeah, got Fred rap songs and stuff, you know, <laughs> he's, like he's got rap songs and like dolls and kids like weirdly love him. Cause he's like, but yeah. I mean, but he's a child murderer. <laughs> we just gave him an award for being the best child murderer. But they're like, I, I want to sleep with my Freddy Krueger doll. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, is there any anything else? Any thoughts on Michael Myers? Like, I don't I don't think it was a secret that I probably would have chosen Michael Myers. Yeah. So, uh, well, about Michael Myers, the mask was actually a William Shatner mask. Oh, shit. That, <laughs> let me put that on my oh shit moments. Just <laughs> learning that right now. Uh, that they cut the eye holes out. They, they mess with the hair. So it's, it's a little known fun fact. Damn, about, that's crazy. I know. Nobody knows that. It's so weird. <laughs> he told Did me. you know that Michael Myers, that German shepherd he killed, was actually the dog from the Goosebumps <laughs> opening? <laughs> Arf, 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 arf. Arf, arf, arf. Uh, yeah so we both agree on my if we're taking out michael who are we gonna who are we put in there gavin if michael's not on this list oh god the shark from jaws 
Bruce, <laughs> just the shark. Yeah, I, I, I like the shark more than. I mean, if if we had to pick like an actual killer, pro- I mean Freddy Krueger. Okay. <laughs> I, just, I, I forgot about Freddy Krueger for a second. I was like, the shark. Clearly, the shark. Not the lot. Not not the wisecracking child murderer. I I like uh, Stu and Billy maybe, and maybe I just like what's his face's performance. Not Skeet Ulrich, but uh, old Skeet. Uh, no, the other Lillard. guy. Yeah, maybe I just like him. Yeah, and if I spewing drool all over the kitchen, you know. And and like I said, our screen episode, Matt, Matthew Lillard is a lovely person. Meet him if you can. Yeah. Just a delightful human being. So yeah, just it's gonna be fun. Just, yeah. And just how gay they are together. Because it was <laughs> clearly that thing. No, it wasn't. <laughs> maybe. My parents are gonna be so mad. <laughs> My mom and dad are gonna be so mad at me. Okay, so best killer, Michael Myers. Good yeah. for the man in the white mask. Uh, best final girl. And and uh, do, when you say final girl, you don't mean actual woman. We're just using this as a the term final girl, correct? Yes. Can I give you a list? Or do you have thoughts? I have my best final girl. Okay. Sydney. I think Sydney's the best. Okay, she's the I, most she's the most fleshed out aside from maybe Nancy from Nightmare on Elm Street. I had Nancy uh, from Elm Street. I just feel like she she's not like the like the lady that faints. Oh, things get like I just watched the uh, your your favorite Universal monster movie, the Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, I uh, just wa- and man does. Those was women back then did a lot of fainting or a lot of oh. just they barely look at the gill man and creature from the black Lagoon, it's a classic monster movie but it is not the easiest to watch yeah, well, it's i like, love he's it he's over there on the shore what are you gasping at? <laughs> like, oh, there's a man oh just yeah it, it's kind of a boring draw it's 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 a little boring at times i love it i love the character but yeah that just bitches be fainting am i right yeah the other final girl I put on this list, I had uh, Dr. Loomis. <laughs> okay. He, so. I mean, this dude, if anybody could reach Michael, it's him. And he can't. But, like, <laughs> I just love a guy who, he's the harbin. he's like a likable harbinger of doom the whole movie. <laughs> he just. And he's not, like, he appears crazy to everybody else. But if you knew what we knew, which is there every movie, this dude's crazy, Michael Myers, you'd be like, he's been right this whole time. He's just he shouldn't have just said that it's gone. The evil is gone. Don't say it that way. <laughs> say like he escaped or something. You know, he, he escaped. Uh, I, I, I was his doctor. Like, use your doctorate as credibility, Loomis. Yeah. But, but also, if you had him for 15 years and you weren't able to get through like move on to a different patient or make him have an accident where he fell down the steps and got <laughs> stabbed and then something where he dies do you wonder if loomis just stayed with michael myers so so he could like keep billing his hmo he's just Probably. like that was the scam he was running <laughs> he's like, like he, I... if he were dennis he'd just say michael would have a bunch of cavities all over the, like just <laughs> <laughs> I I told him to stop eating the candy. <laughs> I tr- I spent the first ten trying to reach him. Then I spent the next five charging his HMO for services that were not helping. I spent the next eight years trying to buy a boat. <laughs> <laughs> 
Can you imagine Dr. Loomis on a boat? How does that dude relax? Yelling at kids on the stoop, I guess. Hey, Lonnie, get your ass out. <laughs> hey, Lonnie, uh, oil my ass up. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Do we need to change our best of child murderer? <laughs> Dr. Loomis? <laughs> Uh, oh. my uh, the best final girl sydney prescott yes sydney prescott like and- just throughout and we know that we know the series so we're somewhat biased if we just had seen scream it it might be different but man like does she doesn't take shit she's not like uh you know what she says what running up the stairs when she'd be going out the front door even though i think she does that she anyway. does like, yeah irony yeah like self-aware enough to to not take any shit. Yeah. And she's the like she this she's the least fainty woman. You know, Jamie Lee Curtis is up against the door, like, oh God. Like, yeah. Just yeah, it's it's gotta be Sydney Prescott for sure. Yeah. yeah. And Sydney gets strapped up and like shoots him in the head at the end. Mm-hmm. So not so, my but, movie. Yeah. Papa. Uh so that's a yeah, Sydney Prescott for me. And now I think we're going to go to best kill, which what is the best kill for you? What, what do you, I have, I have two on my list. I have one cause it is, there's a lot of good kills in these movies, mm-hmm. but for me, Quint in Jaws is just so much more than anything else in any <laughs> other movies. It is a man getting eaten by a shark in a PG movie. Yeah. And a guy who you kind of could tell was going to get eaten. Like it's always been his destiny to be returned to the sea. He was either going to slip in the shower or get eaten by a shark. There was no in between for Quint. Yeah. Uh, my, my best kill is uh, Nancy's mom getting sucked <laughs> into the skeleton. <laughs> the spirit. Halloween. This award. <laughs> Can we have the best award for this the best skeleton getting sucked into the bed. <laughs> well, clearly the, the best skeleton in a bed scene. Well, Nightmare on Elm Street one is a contender for sure. Uh, TCM for me, by the way. <laughs> uh, I um, one of my best uh, best kills would be Leatherface and the door slam. Just there's like it's just the sound. He's he's squealing like a pig afterwards. The way that movie makes you feel. Uh, yeah, it's there's no frills or pageantry it's just a dude catching a hammer to the head and then convulsing and they don't sweeten the sound at all so it sounds like a real hard dull it's like a meat sound it's like a thud it's not like bank yeah like some sort of tie fighter noise from star wars it is just hammer on meat yeah a man hits the ground and convulses with a man squealing like a pig that is a good one i love when they don't sweeten it up and just make it sound raw and visceral and yeah. hard to watch uh my other kill was quint and yeah. it, like jaws is not my movie like i like it but it's not my go-to but i told you during that episode i had to rewind it because i was like god damn this he's just get eaten by a shark <laughs> and like it's it's not quick you could see him going down and there's a moment <laughs> where you like maybe he'll just leave without his legs <laughs> maybe, like maybe he'll get away but that was not the case he's stabbing the shark and blood's going everywhere and he's getting chomped down and getting thrashed about 
So yeah, Quint, whenever you have 10 movies and to choose from, and one of the movies includes a man being eaten <laughs> by a shark, yeah. it kind of makes it a little skewed in the favor of man getting eaten by a shark. Mm-hmm. I would say so. Okay. And now the final award of this loosely award-based show <laughs> where we have sometimes had two and three favorites. Yes. <laughs> Favorite movie of these 10. I think I know what yours is. Yeah, there's there's I, no question what my favorite is. Blair Witch. Love it. Yes. Uh, what is your favorite? Halloween. Yeah. Like, uh, this is over. Like, I have a few favorite movies and Halloween is one of them. I would say The Dark Knight is up there. Yes. Just as as movies. But I feel like front to back. Halloween is just as close to a perfect movie as you can get. I, I, I would say I would. if we're talking perfect movies, you could say back to the future, mm-hmm. which is not even in this genre, you know, but uh, <laughs> we're, we're pulling it outside contenders. Yeah. We're just naming our favorite movies outside. Like back to the future is a good one, but I'm just saying it was like perfect yeah, no, movies, but Halloween and, and this could, you know, if, if somebody said, you know, that their favorite was any other movie on this list. You could say definitely because favorite is not the best, but I like, for me, I have the most attachment to Halloween. I think for me, mine is not Halloween. I think my favorite has to be Jaws. Mm -hmm. Just Steven Spielberg. It's the one I watch first out of any of these movies as a kid was Jaws just the seeing the shark and just, I think it is a very close to perfect movie, likable characters, a antagonist that you, that is, that is always present, but not Mm -hmm. seen Mm -hmm. genuine jump scares with that head floating out the boat. Yep. A man getting eaten by a shark, which again, that skews heavily in favor Mm -hmm. of movies, but I I think cinematography. Yeah. You've got that vertigo zoom that that was done first in that movie. And it was the first summer blockbuster. So Jaws for me is my favorite movie of these. It's it, it's hard to choose between like Jaws and Elm Street and Halloween mm-hmm. and Scream. It really came down to Jaws and Scream for me. But I think Jaws is just it's that it's it, man. Like Jaws is great. Yeah. No. And like I, I told you, like Jaws was not my movie. Uh, Elm Street's not my movie but I've really doing this podcast uh, really made me appreciate those even more, mm-hmm. especially Elm street. Just like Freddie was just not my guy and rewatching that movie. I was like, man, there's no, even if you, if this isn't your, your, your villain, you're like, there's no denying that this is a great movie. Oh yeah. And it has a scene. If you've heard, where a mom gets lowered into a bed as a skeleton, mm-hmm. there's a cross dissolve, and then you're in a spirit Halloween. It's a it, it's 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 perfect. That's yeah. I say the the best ending. <laughs> the best without question. And then to not only have that scene, but then to have the mother weirdly sucked through a window as a dummy was just, yeah. a, just a good one-two punch that no movie has ever been able to duplicate. <laughs> um, I I think that's all our uh all our awards. It'd be weird if we went back now after giving best movie. We're like best supporting character. <laughs> yeah, I think 
this was a great crop of 10 movies that we watched with only two, I think, that we didn't enjoy as much as others, mm-hmm. Blair Witch and Poltergeist. But these other, they're, they, they, these are some heavy hitters. And, and that in, was by design. Yeah, you know, we we chose these. Let's let's make them heavy hitters, you know. Yeah, so that after this first first season, it's all downhill from here. We're doing we shot nothing. our load. <laughs> We're doing. We nutted and we 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 <laughs> we, we got got we we nut and run. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what episode that was. That but... was Friday the Thirteenth, baby. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, <laughs> where we just kept saying nut and run the whole time. <laughs> that oh, is by our. The way, our by the way, shirt for the podcast is uh, last award, best nut and run, <laughs> the shark from Jaws. Doesn't that seem like a breakfast cereal? <laughs> nut and run got yeah. a lot, got a lot of fiber in it. So you eat the nuts, then you run to the bathroom for the cereal on the go. <laughs> um, so season two, I think we got some good good ones planned for that. We're gonna yeah, we tease. talked. Yeah, we're we're gonna tease a little bit. Uh. We got a couple TV episodes in there, I think, Mm -hmm. of some beloved favorites from childhood for both of us. And we have some movies that are are tying into sequels that are coming out, hopefully Mm -hmm. around the time uh, these drop. And if you have any suggestions, like stop by Brent's Twitter, Brent to your at Brent to your hewn. You can stop by my Twitter, Mm -hmm. either at Gavin Eddings or at Gavin Horror uh, for that. And let's know what you want to hear about. But I think we have some really good ideas for season two because we didn't cover like every horror movie in these 10 episodes. There's yeah. so much left to do. And we didn't cover every genre. You and I had talked about it. Like we were missing at least two specific horror genres. What, do you remember what they were? Uh, vampire and werewolf. Oh, that's right. So we're doing the Underworld franchise just to, just to knock those two out. No. I'm just saying we're going to let the right one in. Oh! I've by covering that. one of those movies. <laughs> uh, so I'm excited about doing Vampires and Werewolves and just one. Uh, can I announce one that we're going to do for sure? Sure. Uh, we're going to do Terrifier, which is going to be cool because it's, I feel like Art the Clown is one of the new horror, like, quote unquote, icons mm-hmm. who's really who's really popped up. We and also at the time of this recording, only one. Well, he's been in All Hallows Eve, but really de- dedicated one horror appearance like for him feature. Yes. Yeah. When I started my horror channel two years ago, one of my first videos was a reaction trailer to Terrifier 2. Mm-hmm. And that was two years ago and it still isn't out yet. You know, so. sometimes little, these projects take a little time. And we had a whole pandemic between. So I yeah. get it. I get it. I get it. So there's but, there's one for you. Yeah. And then um, I think we also we haven't done a child's play either. No, we haven't done that. We haven't done uh, scary dolls. We haven't done scary dolls. We haven't done. Uh, yeah, I think the I think Terrifiers one. Did, did we decide on are we doing House of a Thousand Corpses? I don't know. Maybe we should. Maybe I that's. I think we should just because we we bring up Rob Zombie so unintentionally <laughs> all the time. I think it's time to really dive, dive into that. So I think Terrifier, House of a Thousand Corpses, Vampire Werewolf movie, and then one of the TV shows, we're going to do a Goosebumps episode. Mm-hmm. So g- g- give yourself some Goosebumps with the Haunted that, Mask. That's like if if you if you're like a diehard horror person who likes the, the gritty and shit, then maybe that's not you because Goosebumps is like my generation and you're 
type generation stuff. I you used know, to little excuse a little younger, you know. I used to read some of those goosebump books for for the book it program. I not the living dummy got me so many personal pan pizzas. Yep. Uh so I'm excited about those. Uh and then yeah, we don't know what else we're gonna do, but we do know that those are gonna be some of the ones that, that we are gonna do. And we'll we'll kind of go from there. But this has been a fun first season. That this has been a fun yeah. looking back. Uh we did it. We did it. We're here. Thanks for, for listening and, and Gavin. I've had because we are uh, this is what we do. If we're not like recording things that we kind of just talk movies anyway. Yeah. So yeah. So we hope that you enjoyed this first season. Mm-hmm. I hope that you I feel like this episode, if you've listened to all the episodes, you got all the inside jokes. Uh, mm-hmm. like a real Jay and Silent Bob strike back. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. And if if you have enjoyed all these, please go and and leave us positive review somewhere and tell some friends about this show uh, because that's what's going to really help uh, boost numbers and uh, really make us want to record future ones so that when one day we will be able to be millionaires. I would like to be a millionaire. Very, very much so. And we don't have a release date for season two. So if this comes out and then there's maybe like a week or so where there's mm-hmm. nothing, we haven't gone away. We haven't keep gone your away. britches on. <laughs> we got lives. Brent's a full-time touring funny man do, doing his little skits across the country. Mm-hmm. Song and, and then, dance man. Yeah. And then I try to do my YouTube. Uh, but yeah, so that is they're coming to gig at you. Season two is on the way. And we thank you for all this support. And as always. They're coming to get you. Barbara! They're coming to get you. They're coming for you, Barbara. They're coming to get you.